We're going into overtime on those automatic negative thoughts today. By the end of this show, you will have the tools in place to become the master of your mind and dramatically increase your happiness. This is a good one, folks. Here we go. Welcome to the Happiness Playbook, a podcast where we explore the why and how of happiness. I'm your host, Neil Hooper, and I just wanted to remind you that life is a team sport, so let's play together. For today's highlight reel, we read, Goose finds injured mate at wildlife hospital, waits outside door. (laughs) So apparently a goose outside of a wildlife hospital in Massachusetts was seen limping around the property. So the workers brought in the injured goose and began tending to him. But then something quite unexpected happened. They share in the article, we turned to see that his mate had waddled up onto the porch and was attempting to break into our clinic. She had somehow located him and was agitated that she could not get inside. The wildlife hospital said after the surgery, which was successful, staff members let him recover by the door next to his mate. His mate immediately calmed down and began to groom him through the door. They both seemed much more at ease in each other's presence. This is a really fun, touching story. You always got to feel the feels with uh, loving, warm creatures. But it's an important reminder that the bonds of love know no boundaries. And also a reminder that looking outward and developing strong relationships with others is all that truly matters at the end of the day. The most fierce and ongoing battle known to man is the one taking place in his own mind. Negative thoughts are detrimental to our mental health, relationships, and overall happiness. And today, I'm going to share one of the most practical tools available to begin winning this battle. With most external wounds, treatment is usually pretty straightforward. For instance, when you cut your finger, you can use antibacterial cream and a bandage, and after some time, the wound will close. You're pretty much good to go. But treating your thought process isn't as easy or prescriptive especially if they stem from general anxiety, depression, or another mental health condition. So let's talk about ants. And no, I'm not talking about the creepy crawlies that invade your home looking for sugar and crumbs. I'm talking about the acronym ANTS, which means automatic negative thoughts. These automatic negative thoughts have become programmed in our minds and we don't even realize it sometimes that they are just playing instantaneously and reacting to any situation that we might find ourselves in. This is actually one of the most difficult things about addressing these automatic negative thoughts because they become so ingrained in us. The stories we tell ourselves become second nature and instinctual. And for this reason, it is especially important to practice moderating our thoughts so that navigating them becomes second nature and instinctual as well. In sports, we learn that drills are so important for this very reason. Your reactions to a fast-paced play or a ball coming at your face on the field are critical to win the game. Often, these microsecond decisions can determine the outcome of the play. 
teaching your subconscious mind how to instinctually react in these circumstances, especially when negative thoughts come or you're in situations that trigger negative thoughts, is crucial to winning. And in the sports analogy, this is especially important in fast-paced sports. Your reactions to the situation must become muscle memory in order to be successful. So too, our healthy reactions to these automatic negative thoughts or ants must become muscle memory. That's what sets us apart here at the Happiness Playbook from any other podcast you might tune into. We're all about the drills and applying these concepts and practicing these principles so that you can be successful out there in the real world. Okay, so how do we combat these automatic negative thoughts? With play theory principles, of course. Today's tool is grounded in accept and build, and I'm going to break it down for you so that we're really clear on how to do this. Making a mental shift is a way to combat your anxiety and stress or snap out of these winding thoughts if you find yourself in a negative or anxious tailspin. The first step to combating these ants is awareness. Get some context to what your circumstances were when the negative thought came your way. Start by asking yourself who, what, where, and when. What triggered this negative thought? Sometimes just calling out the triggers is enough to help you get in the right mindset. Consider who were you with? What were you doing? Where were you? When was it? This context is helpful, but the most important step is to then call it out. This requires being very present and aware of your thoughts, which can be tricky, but it will be transformational. I want you to ask yourself if any of the following negative thoughts sound familiar to you. I'm so dumb. Man, I'm going to mess this up. Nobody likes me. The world is an awful place. I can't cope with this right now. I'm going to end up alone. Man, those are some heavy, heavy thoughts. And just reading this list kind of makes me feel like I want to take a shower. So how can we take a mental shower and clean ourselves off from these negative thoughts? That leads us to the second step, which is redirecting, right? And again, from the lens of accept and build, once you've gotten the context and you've accepted that, now we're going to build on it. We're going to redirect that thought into a more healthy direction. It's important to keep in mind that this does not mean you are rejecting your thoughts. Don't stop them. Just reframe them in a way that gives you hope and action. This is where you are really going to have to retrain your brain because we're so used to just allowing these negative thoughts free real estate in our mind and it's causing all kinds of problems. A very common way that automatic negative thoughts show up is in the form of shoulds. If any of you listen to the Virtual Couch podcast by our dear friend Tony Overbay, you'll know that the word should can be very destructive. Should statements can contribute to anxious thought patterns because they put a demand on you that's sometimes impossible to live up to. Instead of should, try replacing this verbiage with a kinder and more accepting phrase. After all, the first step of accept and build is to accept. The word should often implies a subtle rejection of your emotions or feelings. 
For example, I should eat healthier. This implies that you're eating something you shouldn't be and ignores the underlying source of that desire to pig out on ice cream and cope in an unhealthy way. And this is ultimately not helpful because it results in shame. Shame is an obstruction to progress. Now you might be thinking, okay, this all sounds great, but how do we get rid of the shoulds? right? What does that look like? Well, here are some examples of what this accept and build looks like in action to take on these automatic negative thoughts. Instead of, I should go to the gym every day. Try instead, I will try my best to go to the gym every day. Here's how. You see how that's an accepting and then a building upon the offer rather than just wallowing in that shame and that should. Okay, here's another one. Instead of, I should eat healthier, try, I can eat healthier today by doing the following things. You see the power there in that subtle reframing? Instead of, I should stop thinking this way, try, I see that I'm having anxious thoughts right now. There's the acceptance. What's a more credible thought? What would I tell my best friend? There's the build. Okay, here's one more. I should be able to get on a plane without anxiety. What's wrong with me? Okay, instead of that, try instead. I wish I wasn't so afraid of flying, but I accept I'm working on a solution. What can I do in this moment? Oh, and the power of being present when you add that on top of of this concept that I'm explaining to you is so powerful. So those are some concrete examples. The acceptance of where you are is always followed by the building on where you want to go. This is an infinitely healthier way to confront those negative thoughts that come in the form of shoulds. Now we did a deep dive on shoulds, But the reality is negative thoughts show up in tons of ways. And so here's just a few more examples that aren't necessarily shoulds, but are just negative thoughts that are showing up that are attacking your perceived capability and your confidence and self-esteem. Instead of, I'm going to mess this up, try, I have made mistakes, but in general, I work very hard. Okay. Instead of, I can't do this, try, I'm genuinely trying my best. In a work setting, you might have an ant like, I have no idea what I'm doing and I'm going to bomb this, all right? I have definitely had that ant creep into my mind when I was in corporate America. Instead, try, I've gotten good feedback so far and my manager trusts me to do this. Man, That's so powerful. Can you feel the difference just in those two examples, the side-by-side comparison? It's night and day difference. Now, it's not going to be easy, right? You are retraining your brain. But as you practice these drills and address those ants every day, you're going to have a mind of steel and be able to conquer those automatic negative thoughts once and for all and really become a more confident, optimistic, and enjoyable human being. And isn't that what we all want? For the play of the week, I want you to address the automatic negative thoughts that are directed to other people. This is a very destructive way that those ants show up and is very worth your time retraining your brain and addressing. 
If you have a negative, I shouldn't say if, I should say when you have a negative thought about somebody else, immediately state three things about that person you are grateful for. As you do this, you will begin to reprogram your mind and get that muscle memory in place that we talked about earlier and default to gratitude instead of judgment and negativity. Note that this also works very effectively on situations or activities that you might be dreading or not looking forward to. So feel free to apply this liberally, but we're going to focus especially on relationships and those ants toward other people. As always, we want to hear from you. If you have a story, an idea, or feedback, head over to play3.org and send us a note on the contact page. And we want you to join Team Happiness and join the conversation. We have very tangible, actionable principles here on the show, and we want to hear how it's going. We want to return and report. So please head on over and share how it is going for you as you apply these concepts that we talk about every week. Keep those ants at bay, people. Zap the shoulds. Accept and build on where you are and turn those automatic negative thoughts into actionable and kind next steps. Next time you are feeling negativity towards someone, default to gratitude and watch your relationships flourish. And as always, never forget that happiness is a skill and life is a team sport. Catch you next week.